know that each stage of life is unique and can be hard. We also know that you may have questions through it all. So meet Harvest with Sierra and Lee. We want to be with you in the moments of uncertainty and bring light and life to each question. Are we qualified to be giving advice? Barely. But we know some powerful women who are. Every other week, we'll bring you a podcast that we hope will encourage you, make you laugh, point you towards joy, help you think rightly about your season and the Lord. So let's reap an abundant harvest together. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Harvest. This is Lee. I'm Sierra. And I'm Tony. And we're so excited to be back with you guys. Yes, in the closet for round eight. It just keeps getting better. Just keeps getting better. And we just keep bringing more people into the closet. (laughs) (laughs) So fun. Glad to be here. Um, So we're going to start with something a little different today, aren't we, Sierra? Yes, I thought it would be super fun to start with something good. Just say something good that has happened. Something good. That's what I was singing this morning. That's what I was singing when I read it. Okay, so. Do you want me to sing again? Yes, please. We'll we'll be really quiet. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, So I just thought that would be a fun way to open up. And my tell me something good is a year ago today, I was three weeks into my third trimester. And I posted on Facebook a little cute trimester pic for Abel. And I ended the quote with. Abel Wilder, I cannot see you, wait to see what you do this side of eternity. Mm. And then I thought, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> you did so much. You're only nine months old. In Look his at you little, go. like, first month. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, I, I thought that was really cool this that morning. I was cool. like, tell me something good. My baby's still alive. He is still alive. <laughs> in such a ministry. It is so cool. I had no idea when I posted that little trimester picture. I was just like, yeah, you're going to be powerful. You're real powerful, man. Seriously. So, Seriously. There's my tell me something good. That's awesome. So I was thinking, um, so at church on Sunday, we've been going through this series. And mm-hmm. like the, the theme of it all is like the reason that Jesus came. And that was to save us. Like yeah. save the sinners. That's yeah. it. Like everything else that he did is like secondary. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only reason that Jesus came back was to save those that which were lost and that's everybody we're all sinners and I was thinking in church and I've heard this before but for whatever reason it like stuck out to me again um was that like if the entire world was created and all six seven billion people were wonderful and good and godly and saved and I wasn't he would still come back for me yeah he would do it all over again for one person yeah so that all of his children would be with him in eternity and I was like man that's good. That's crazy. That's so good. That's crazy. Like, it's every one person, each one person yeah. is worth it mm-hmm. in God's eyes. He would have sent his son to die again just for one. That's right. If that's what it took. So that's my that name. is a tell you something good. That's good. That is good. You're all welcome, ladies. <laughs> that is, and that is good every day. That's good. Um, something good for me. Uh, honestly, I'm just really happy to be here. I feel like this is something good. I'm super excited for what um what harvest is and what it's going to do and so I think that this is something good I think there's always uh you know I don't know we have so many voices mm-hmm. um in our heads right now just between our phones and our whatever yeah mostly my phone personally yeah it just it's mostly the phone and it's just good to have something good to go to on it it's good to have something available so, so true. i'm um super grateful for harvest Aww. i think that's, really good. <laughs> that's awesome thanks that's sweet and tony has an, another little special guest with i do today. if you hear, hear little tiny noises that is little cadence it's my little six-month-old girl she decided she wanted to join us today as opposed to nap time. So, I mean, we, she's, full of, she's full of baby wisdom. She'll she has lots to share. Um, so, And this is way more fun than a nap. Okay. It is so much more fun than a nap. <laughs> and I'm like, nothing says working boss mom better than bringing I your baby know. to a podcast. It's so true. We are. You're like, <laughs> this is the epitome of Tony. <laughs> nothing, nothing says my life more than, well, I didn't plan it this way, but, <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to roll with it. That's awesome. Yes. That is so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so why don't you tell us just a little bit about yourself? Give us like a like a three to five minute who you are, and then we'll like dive right into questions. Okay, that sounds awesome. Uh, my name is Tony. My husband's name is John Mark. We've been married six years. Uh, my husband and I met at UTSA in San Antonio. That's where we went to college. We met in a group called Chi Alpha. Yeah. And we both got radically saved and fell in love with Jesus there individually. We weren't dating yet. We didn't date actually until after we graduated college. Mm-hmm. That's but um. We had wonderful, wonderful years of being just taught, discipled, and loved into the kingdom of God. And God just really built us some strong foundations there mm-hmm. of who he is and how we can walk with him mm-hmm. and how to love him daily. And it's probably a lot of you listening know it's like then your life 
then life changes. And so I'm so grateful for those years because it was, mm-hmm. uh, we've got those solid years that we learned the basics yes. and now, um, now we're walking forward. So fast forward, my husband, um, and I worked for a college ministry called Chi Alpha. We moved to Texas A&M to help start it here, uh, about four and a half years ago. And, um, that's what we did full time. I also work part time as a nurse and I have the whole time I've been a nurse almost yeah. eight years now. That's awesome. Um, I love being a nurse. I'm a labor and delivery nurse. Mm-hmm. And I have, I actually delivered Able, which <laughs> uh, was super fun. And I hope to get amazing. to be there for yeah round two. the next baby here soon. Um, so I love my job and I feel like God's called me to do it for all these years. And it's super fun. I and didn't then, realize you work, you've been a nurse longer than you've been married. So you were I a nurse when y'all got married. I was. Oh, that's cool. Yes. Okay. Yes. I was. I first was a med surge nurse and now I'm, well, and then for most of it, I've been a labor nurse. So super fun. And the Lord's just done all kinds of wild, crazy things in the workforce that we could do a whole podcast on nurse stories. That would maybe tuck that one away. Yeah. Well, (laughs) we'll save that one right another day. Let us know if you want to hear all sorts of nurse stories from Tim. Yeah. Specifically ones having to do with birth and well, you know, tune in if you want to listen to that. Um, If you ever want to know what labor's like. Or, hey, totally open to hearing questions on what a fun live all that things. Would be. Mm-hmm. That would be fun. All right. Just bouncing That's ideas funny. here, people. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> just jot these down. <laughs> it's notes. Uh, awesome. Yeah, that's a whole part of my life and world that is, oh, we almost spilled the copy. Uh, <laughs> that is really awesome and fun that so I'm thankful fun. for. Yeah. But that being said, we have two awesome kids. We've got Cannon. He's two years old. And Cadence, she's six months old. And we've so ju- we're just doing family, and my husband now works for um, Brazos County uh, for the a- he does all things audiovisual for Brazos County. So that's, that's really cool. cool. Yeah, it's super fun. He likes it, and we're praying about some other cool and exciting things coming down the line. That's awesome. So true. That's so fun to be continued. Um, I think it's cool that y'all moved here. Like, there's a whole group from San Antonio mm-hmm. that moved up here to help with the church and with Chi Alpha. And there was a whole group from Huntsville that moved yeah. over to help mm-hmm. with it. And then we've got some, like, people that were in College Station already that's kind of in the mix. Mm-hmm. And it's so cool because we all, we're all interconnected in some way. Yeah. Like, when Ryan and I were in Chi Alpha millions of years ago, which is, <laughs> oh, no. I'm so sorry, kids. I gave you fuzz. Um, <laughs> so sorry. Uh, when we were in Chi Alpha millions of years ago, we, um, Ryan's small group leader or resource leader was Johnny Hawk. Oh. And he's, he went with his wife, Amy, down to UTSA they while we were still in college. Yeah. yeah. And they started the Chi Alpha down so there. Cool. And y'all were in the Chi Alpha at That's UTSA. Right. And, and Johnny actually walked me down the aisle on my wedding Aww. because my dad couldn't be there. Yeah. And then Eli, our pastor here, was the one who married us. So And so Eli fun. met John Mark years ago, when like before college. 15, uh-huh. That's crazy. I know. It all comes full circle. It's, it pretty, really, it's pretty wild. It's wild. really crazy to think, like, maybe there's something happening today mm-hmm. that's going to impact and, like, be like be part of another yeah. story in 10 years. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know? It's crazy. Have you ever um, heard of the book The Tapestry? No. Mm-mm. She talks about... Um, Oh my gosh, I'm pretty sure it's Edith, but all of a sudden I'm having a brain fart. I'm okay. pretty sure it's Edith, which I'll talk about Edith more later. But anyways, she um, she talks about how life is a tapestry. And if you've ever seen a tapestry woven, it's like incredible. You know, they have the whole the whole setup and each layer kind of goes a different direction, but each thread touches one another. Oh, yeah. And that's how our lives are with the Lord. It seems like people who walk with God always seem to find a way that they're connected somehow. Interwoven. Yeah. Yes, yeah. we're all interwoven. Like, the Lord really does make us a family, and That's it's really cool. so cool. That's neat to think about. And so comforting that anytime yes. we meet the people of God, we're a part of a family. Yes, totally. Totally. Also, this is, seems like a shameless plug now, but I'm like, but we can ghetto link that for you <gasps> on our, it's not ghetto, it's like a branded content thing, but it's not like a real swipe up, but we can link that book. Let's link it. Yay. And maybe eventually we'll be allowed to swipe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, tell five friends today to come follow Seriously. our Instagram. We want to be able to swipe up. <laughs> yeah, you we'll want to swipe five. up feature, then how please many, How many like people do you post. have to have to swipe up? 10,000. Oh, my okay. gosh. Hey. We're Tell a hundred people. Getting close. Getting <laughs> close. <laughs> Working our way up. Tell everybody you know. Um, okay, cool. So we're going to jump right into these questions. Uh, I'm going to start with the first one. And it came from one of our um, Insta people. So thanks for writing questions, guys. Um, it says, how do you have time to do it all? Working, time with spouse, time with children, time for small group, time for church, social time, cleaning, spending time with God. 
all of the things. <laughs> <laughs> and do you have any convictions that keep you healthy to like manage all that? Ooh, bless, bless you. you. Excuse her. Um, <laughs> good smile. I hold on. I'm gonna hand off a baby. It's past the baby. I don't know that I and myself have the capacity to do it all. Mm-hmm. Just being yeah. really honest, I'm. You know, and there are definitely many days when I don't feel like I've done it all. Yeah. Currently, you should see my living room. It's full of exploded laundry. Yeah. So, didn't do it all yesterday, that's for sure. Yeah. But, are we doing it all? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a process. I think one of the biggest things I've learned, and the Lord um, showed me this when I was in college, actually, before I had any real level of responsibility, mm-hmm. although I thought I did. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> Just kidding, all you college girls. It is response. It's actually what you can handle right, right now. Yeah. It's perfect for your season. Yes, exactly. and the Lord is preparing you for yes. what comes. Yes. And I didn't have it. I didn't. I had a pretty rigorous deal in college. I was a nursing student. I was leading a small group at a different university than I was attending nursing school. Oh, wow. um, so I would drive back and forth. Um, we had like a vibrant home with all these girls. This is going to be off topic for a second. That's okay. Um, we had a vibrant home with all of these girls and we just saw hundreds and hundreds of girls come through our home all of the time coming to know Jesus. It was a full, full time of life. And then I had quite a full family situation. Mm -hmm. My dad was sick and dying and my family was going through it. So we had so much on our plate. It was a big season. Um, that being said, I remember in the middle of that, I asked the Lord, um, also I'm the kind of person that wants to be at every single thing. Yeah. I'm like, oh, there's a, an event tonight or there's yes. like something to do or my friends are, ha- you know, getting together or so-and-so yes. wants dinner and, uh, and I want to be there for it all. Yes. And so I remember distinctly wrestling with that and the Lord showing me a scripture that says, um, live a life worthy of your calling. And I began mm-hmm. to ask the Lord, okay, God. What have you called me to? Yeah. There are so many good things. And this applies to prayer life too. There are so many good things. Yes. I could go to every, I could try and stretch myself in and go to so every true. single event, uh-huh. every single, you know, show up for everything. Uh-huh. And, um, and I would run myself and everybody around me ragged. Totally. Yeah. Um, so I had to really ask the Lord, what have you called me to? So in college, it was to be a student, to be a small group leader um, to be a daughter mm-hmm. and to be a friend. Mm-hmm. And so if I could do those things, um, and do them for the glory of God, yeah. then I knew the Lord was going to help me do them totally. all. And so I think the same thing now as a wife and mom, I, I have a lot on my plate. Mm-hmm. I have two little kids. I work as a nurse. I am a wife and we are leading people. Like we have people in our life where they get Jesus. We're part of a church. Have baby. Right, She's like, you're right, mom. You do it. She's like, you're doing a great job. Mom. <laughs> but I think that, that, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of cool things that you can do, but if you try and do all of the good things, mm-hmm. you, you're actually not doing it for the Lord. You're doing it for yourself. Cause you think it's a good idea. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. for someone else's approval, maybe. Yes. Or yeah. someone else's approval. Yeah. Yep. Sometimes I thought I have to do everything so that God will be pleased with all the things I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like, God, you like, I don't know, you like prayer walks? God loves prayer walks. Right. Yeah. Did I make it to the prayer walk? <laughs> like, yeah, right. I didn't because that day the Lord asked me to be, stay at home with my kids right. and help them to learn and grow and be discipled. Right. Yeah. Not saying you shouldn't go to the prayer walk if the Lord tells you to get your butt out there That's and go to the exactly prayer walk. Right. But I, I'm just saying that with everything, I don't think it's, I think it's good to ask the Lord with every, with every small thing, Lord, did you ask me to do this? Yeah, yeah. that's good. Um, no better way to like keep priority yes. than to like ask the one who is like over your, over yes. yourself, over, over you and you want to be like ultimately pleasing too. Yes. And I think too that sometimes even when I'm doing all the things the Lord's asked me to do, I get over, like it feels overwhelming or like I'm not doing them all great. Mm -hmm. And I kind of have to refocus and say, okay, Lord, you asked me to do all these things. Mm -hmm. Well, like, will you help me? What do I need to do right now to refocus and Mm -hmm. Lord help me, help me do all the things that doesn't always mean I get to sit down. Yeah. Right. right. (laughs) Sometimes you say that prayer and you listen for the Lord as you keep doing life as you keep putting laundry away or driving here or there. That's really good, Tony. Um, so our question too is what are some practical ways to be aware of the chaos, but keep your eyes on the King? 
how do you find consistent time with God when you have an inconsistent schedule? Awesome. Um, I think I will answer the second question mm-hmm. first. Okay. So how do you find consistent time with God when you have an inconsistent schedule? This was a hard one for me because I love like routine. Mm-hmm. And when I first started walking with Jesus, it was like, wake up. Here's my yeah. hour with my coffee at this table. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I could meet with God and it was wonderful. But something I thought about last night as I reviewed these questions is what what we've learned is mm-hmm. that God is not bound by my preferred yeah, devotional so time. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not like, he's not less able to speak to me just because I can't have a cup yeah. of coffee in the peace and quiet at yeah. my kitchen table so for an hour. Um, thank the Lord that he is more flexible. Than yeah. That. So I am the one that needs to learn to be flexible yeah, in true. my devotional time. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think, you know, as a nurse, I work a couple, I work shifts. So mm-hmm. I work two to three days a week and they're early mornings. And then my other days are super different. Mm-hmm. And then with kids that totally changes everything. Mm-hmm. So, um, so my time with Jesus is almost never consistent. Um, it is, it is when I have it, but the thing is, is every single day I have to wake up and say, okay, when am I going to spend time with Jesus yeah. today? Mm-hmm. Um, I, some days it's like, it might not be in the morning, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but what am I going to do in the morning to get my mind on the Lord? Mm-hmm. And okay, during nap time today, that's when I'm going to spend my time with Jesus. When I, especially when I was first working as a nurse, every single morning I would drive to work a few minutes early and open my Bible as I waited to walk into the hospital. Mm-hmm. And I would read the Psalms and a proverb mm-hmm. and I'd ask the Lord to be with me that day. Mm-hmm. And every day he answered my prayer that I had, like he would give me a prayer for my day at work. And he would answer it awesome. throughout the day with my patients and with my coworkers. And, um, so what do you do when it's inconsistent is you just, you find it. Yeah, and I yeah. think something my husband has really taught me is cause, cause I don't, y'all know John Mark, like the most relaxed person yeah. that has ever existed, married a very not relaxed person. <laughs> I'm much more relaxed now. <laughs> thanks to him. Like, thanks husband. Yes. Um, but he, cause when we got married, I was like, well, when are you? you know, like when, when are you going to, are we going to pull our Bibles out at the coffee table? You know, like I thought we were going to do that together Yeah. and not that we, I mean, we certainly have our own walks with God. Mm -hmm. Um, but his looked so different from mine because he's like, I'm, I'm already spending time with God. I've already been spending time since I got up. I was like, I didn't see it. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, uh, where was your picture for Instagram? And what I, what I found out is he was like already up thinking about God, putting his mind on the Lord in ways that I didn't see. And it has totally given me a new imagination for, okay, like, am I waking up thinking about the Lord? Am I thinking about the Lord and talking Mm -hmm. to him as I'm Mm -hmm. getting breakfast ready and Mm -hmm. all of those things. Um, there are times when we need to take time to say, okay, Lord, I know that I need to stop everything else Mm -hmm. and spend some solid time in quiet. Sometimes you have to, you know, literally stop everything and the house can be crashing around you and leave your, even leave for me, leaving the house is great because I don't have, I don't have to do things somewhere else. Um, Sometimes you have to do that, but on the day to day, just choosing to put your mind on the Lord and trusting that He's going to speak to you while you're doing the dishes. It's so true. Yeah. It's so true. I remember like the very first years of like Mountain Valley Kyle getting started, and the majority of women on staff had very small children and mm-hmm. multiples of them. And I can remember the freedom and well, for initially like the guilt of like my like walk isn't where it needs to be because it doesn't because I'm having a hard time finding an hour mm-hmm. in the day. Mm-hmm. Either because I get up with kids and everybody's up so early or I'm exhausted at the end of the night. Like, where is my hour? Mm-hmm. And then I think it was Eli, maybe Jonathan, because their wives were in it too. They're just like, this is, you're not the first person to yeah. have children and Whoa. Like fight to find time with Jesus. It's just going to look different during the season. Mm-hmm. And your season will come again when you can mm-hmm. sit down with a cup of coffee at a table. Mm-hmm. Like you had it once, you'll have it again. It won't always be this chaotic. And I can remember, it like makes me like, like teary just thinking about like that really did something for my heart Mm -hmm. thinking like oh I can like I can put my mind on Jesus like in the midst of you know while they're playing at the park or while we're doing dishes Mm -hmm. or even just like being intentional and turning on worship music and singing Mm -hmm. and praising with my children 
or praying with them, mm-hmm. you know, or opening up to a Bible story that maybe is not feeding me necessarily, but it's feeding them and it's being a good example. Yeah. You know what's hilarious though is every time I open the kids' Bible, I'm like, <gasps> yes. what? Okay, I <laughs> when you think... say it that simply, yes, I... yes. every <laughs> Jesus time. Jesus Storybook Bible, it's fantastic. Makes me weepy. So good. Yes. Every it's time wonderful. makes me weepy. I'm like, I don't know what it is about how they're articulating the heart of Jesus, but yes, Lord. <laughs> Quick little plug. I will tell you, I when I was in college, a good friend of mine, Kristen, she wanted to really know some of the bible stories Mm -hmm. like the old bible you know the old testament and kind of put it all together and she went and bought a children's bible and just read through it genius genius so smart highly recommend if you're like you know what i really want to just have a frame of reference for what's going on in the bible and um some of the stories go buy a children's bible the storybook bible is a great one Mm -hmm. um lee when you were talking it reminded me of something um just oh Sometimes this is where the devil loves to lie mm-hmm. to us that, mm-hmm. oh, if you don't sit down and read your Bible mm-hmm. like a good yeah. girl, yes. you are not pleasing to the Lord. Yeah. yeah. And that's a lie. It is. And in fact, the the truth, so anytime when there's a lie, we don't want to make agreement with it. So mm-hmm. sometimes if you're feeling like you're defeated, you've probably agreed. You know what lie? You're right. Yeah. That's yeah. what I am. Yeah. And that's wrong. That's not from God. Mm-hmm. But the truth is that God sees you exactly where you're at. And he has even, if you're doing like we talked about in the previous question, what he's asked you to do, yes, then he knows, he knows exactly what he's expecting of you yes. and what your time looks like. Yes. And so good. he is perfectly pleased yeah. Yeah. when yeah. you're doing that. And he yeah. is perfectly able of speaking. God's spoken incredible words to me in the middle. When I have the faith that he's going to speak mm-hmm. in the middle of building blocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like what you said about like agreeing with those lies because we do, we like, we take that and we, we put that label on Mm -hmm. ourselves. Mm -hmm. I think Winky Prattney uh, has said before, like, no, not shame on you, shame Shame off you, you. shame off of you. The Lord does not put shame on you. Like the devil did that Um, and you've agreed with it. And there's like, there's a, there's a moment of repentance that happens Mm -hmm. that needs to happen too. then. Like, Lord, I'm so sorry that I labeled myself as that because that's not how you see me. Mm -hmm. Um, I was even just going to tack onto the very end of that, like, also the spirit of comparison yeah and then in this oh, especially yeah. like when you're single I can remember like my schedule not looking like my roommates in college and being like oh well they got to spend you know mm-hmm. like this a lot of time and I'm like on my way to work listening to the bible app mm-hmm. on my phone you know mm-hmm. or like something like that but I also like it is easy to like be in agreement with a lie when I like wake up in the mornings and Ethan's already had a cup of coffee because he made the time to get up early or whatever, you know, like whatever sacrifice he did that day. But mm-hmm. he's like had this like really rich hour with the Lord. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, like I'm just like just walking out, like two kids in tow. Like, hey, good morning. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, it, but it's easy to be like at the end of the day, be like, oh, well, Ethan read and Ethan had this and mm-hmm. Ethan got that, mm-hmm. you know, but it's weird to compare comparison will like steal and rob that from you. Yeah. So it makes you ungrateful, which is, yeah. yeah big enemy yeah. yes and so I'm like I, I'm like gonna be just like that's like my new mantra like the Lord's more flexible than me so yeah. he's, he's meeting me where I'm at and so good. that was a really good thing that you said Tony. Yeah, good. okay one more thing on that yeah I there's this song um your peace will make us one by Audrey Assad oh I like her I love her that song it's a it's actually a hymn um, I actually thought it had to do with Texas as a child, but it doesn't. Um, but <laughs> anyone who's not from Texas, you know that Texas, re- Texas really love. Their yeah, we just love it. We just like love our country, Texas. Um, <laughs> She's probably from Texas. <laughs> probably. <laughs> just kidding. But there's a line in there, and I, um, I just love it. It says uh, that he's. I'm gonna butcher it now, but it says that he like in the tender. In the quiet hours of the night, um, you are mothering and tending. Basically, that the Lord... Oh gosh, I'm butchering it now. That's okay. okay. So we're so all going to go look Listen to the song. Yeah. It's yeah. so good. Um, but he's mothering and shepherding us in the wee hours of the night, I think mm-hmm. is what it says. And I remember when I heard that in this song, I mean, it brings me to tears every time I listen to it because mm-hmm. I think, oh God, you are mothering me and you know what it's like to mother someone in the mm-hmm. tender hours of the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> moms, no. Yeah. No one else has that moment of this like exhausted intimacy, but the Lord mm-hmm. knows that moment. And yes. so I felt, I feel so seen by God as I yeah. am busy with my, 
with our life Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. God's given us, I feel seen by God that Mm -hmm. he can meet me there and that he has felt busyness too, which is a funny thought. Yeah, right. So say the name of that song. Um, Your Peace Will Make Us One. Your Peace Will Make Us One. Yes. Okay. I love that you both just started whispering that. You're like, you're peaceful. Like, peaceful. Yeah, <laughs> let's be really peaceful. Like, yeah, y'all gotta go listen to your peace. We'll make yeah. this one. <laughs> listen to. I'm sorry I butchered the lyrics, but That's go okay. listen. You'll cry. It's so good. It's awesome. Um, let me make sure I answered this question. Um, the first part. Yeah. What are some ways. practical ways to be aware of the chaos, but keep keep your eyes on the king? Um, I don't think it's an act of looking away, like you're not trying to keep your eyes on two different things. Mm-hmm. Like you're like in the chaos with the Lord. Yeah. Like it's yeah. your eyes are on one thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. With you and so, yeah. So he's walking in it with you. Um, practically, how do you do that? You talk to him the mm-hmm. whole time. Mm-hmm. It's, have you, you ever, invite him in? Yes. You invite him in. Cool. You, you're like real and honest. Oh yeah. Remember yes. last week guys? <laughs> Yeah, you just, and you, sometimes doing that feels silly at first. You're mm-hmm. like, you're like, okay, God, what should we build with the blocks with my <laughs> two-year-old? I've done this. You feel silly at first. And then you find out that God cares about details. Yeah. yeah. And that's even better because now you know a whole new side of him. Right. But that's how you manage the chaos. Or sometimes I look at my crazy house and I'm like, okay, Lord, where do I start? Yeah. And yeah. he'll lead me. And all of a sudden, I'll be done with most of it for the yeah. day. Or all of it, even better. Yeah. Yeah. Or the most important parts. Yes. 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 And I will say that something that has tremendously helped me um, just keep just to keep a clear mind is I've decided that our home has, like, a holding pattern. Mm-hmm. So I have at least somewhere to shove all the toys oh, totally. that's put away in my cabinets. Mm-hmm. It's not organized. I love those cabinets. By okay, color. For real. Just go get you some Target bins. Yes. Yes. Maybe we or should name Ikea. the podcast that. Target. Just go get Target you some bins. Target bins. <laughs> or Ikea. And you just throw... It doesn't matter what it is. You just throw it all in the bins That's and then right. you stuff it in a cabinet. That's right. And it's semi-organized and it's put away out of your sight and I can wake up to a clean home in the morning. That's right. So every single night, it doesn't matter how late... You throw them all in. And it does... And my sweet husband he's sometimes like just let it go just do it tomorrow trying to help me right genuinely but I've just and he lets me do it now but I've just decided that the toys will be put shoved in their cabinet that they go in yeah the dishes will be clean and the dishwasher started Mm -hmm. no matter what and um so sorry (laughs) those are (laughs) I'm like like, yes those are very great things well I have a holding pad like I have a I have a threshold like basically if I can get if I can get these three or four things totally. like in order yes then i can wake up tomorrow and yes. not be in the red totally like totally. i yes. can at least be neutral yeah. like, i'm <laughs> learning this holding pattern that's why yeah. i was like oh, and it, there are seasons when the holding pattern like has to be adjusted <laughs> it's not always the same <laughs> that's right. but and they're so true but mo- most days i can accomplish that yeah and, yes. I, and i can be happy with that something else practical lee you actually said four years ago when nice. we first moved here. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. It's like, stuck me. with me. Yes. You, I remember I was having a hard time figuring out how to like do ministry life and be gone all the time mm-hmm. and keep my house clean and cook dinner and all mm-hmm. those things. And you said, if you could just do 30 minutes a day. And I was like, oh, I can do 30 minutes a day. Yeah. That's, that's fact, a very leaving. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I can set a timer and I will decide before I start cleaning that whatever I accomplish in 30 minutes, that I will be grateful and happy with. Mm -hmm. Yep. And that has changed my whole perspective. (laughs) I'm like, you know what? I cleaned for 30 minutes. That's right. (laughs) I'm like 96% sure last week she texted me, just pick five minutes and start there. I was going to say, yep, I think the text is here. Just five minutes. Set your timer and go do something for five minutes. Because as everyone on this podcast is learning, Sierra is not a great cleaner. (laughs) So Sierra's learning. I will say, though, the past Sierra has really little kids and has been pregnant for like the whole time I've known her. So like all four years. (laughs) So long. It's been so long. Hey, okay. Practical tip number whatever. <laughs> Give yourself some, some grace. grace. Yes, amen. That's so true. <laughs> In stereo. I can remember when my kids were little, like, it. Ryan worked, and he was out of the house, like, for 12 hours a day, and he would get home, and if there was, like, if it was kid mess in the living room, his, like, his mm-hmm. level of, like, 
intense intensity would yeah. go up and so i could remember very clearly on like early on being like okay so toys will be picked up before you get home like that's a little holding. thing like holding pattern yes that's a holding, it's a holding pattern. pattern it's like yep that's when we got the ikea bins you're like yes. check your husband's location when you got exactly. six minutes till that man comes home <laughs> get them you toys put yes. the toys in the bins <laughs> a whirlwind of picking up that's awesome that's yes so that's so, good. Finding, and you know, get, again, give yourself grace to find the things that work yes. for you. But at least give it a shot. Yeah. Yes. At least give it a shot. Yeah. And that five minutes worked. It does. It so. Does. All right. So question number three, it says, how do you make time count when you have so much to do? Um, great question. How do you make time count when you have so much to do? Um, okay. Something I've learned from the culture that we've been a part of. We have this awesome community of people Mm -hmm. that we've been a part of um, that we kind of reviewed earlier. And something consistent that we've learned is hustle. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so, and you know, I was reading, I'm going to drop a book name here um, again, because if you listen to my story the other day, I mentioned her. But The Gentle Ways of the Beautiful Woman, Mm -hmm. again, and remember, like, your peace will make us one, gentle, beautiful woman, (laughs) good things, by Anne Ortland practical she's so practical I, know. I love her but she says um oh no I lost my train of thought I was gonna do a book plug oh, what did no. I say right before that <laughs> I'm sorry, all I can think right now hustle. is that hustle, yes, hustle 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 yes okay thank you sorry people um she says that oh no y'all it's really gone it's okay we can come back to it yeah I'll yes. tell you, while you think of that, I'll tell you a really funny story. So Please. we were listening to your story about this book, Ethan and I, and the car. And um, he, you mentioned this book. And Ethan's like, oh, have you read that book? And I was like, we own that book. Mm-hmm. I actually own it in two different forms. I own it in the big form where all three are merged. Mm-hmm. And then I own it in the three different books because three books make up one book. Uh, can I buy one from you? For sure. And I'm like, <laughs> I like tell Ethan and he's like, oh, did you like it? And I'm like, I actually, this is a book I struggle reading. I, I don't love to read it. And Ethan, and then you said, oh, it's just, like, so practical about organization, unclean. It, you, like, you like named these things, and Ethan goes, that's why you don't like to read this book. Oh, no. <laughs> Burn, Ethan. And I was like, you, you see me, man. You see me. This <laughs> is too practical. To be clear, I don't think I've read a whole book in a minute. In a long and time. Then, now, I, I'm a book dabbler. Um, yes. But she's real practical. You just look for the, t- the chapter title you like in here, and I love Anne Ortland. Find you a good chapter. Um, okay, so I remember. Thank you. I remembered what I was saying. I'm so sorry. I'm. This is my first podcast. Uh, You're doing great. But she's talking about the value of work, and she says that God nowhere in the Bible tells you other than obeying the Sabbath. He never says to slow down. Mm-hmm. Never. Darn. And all of Proverbs is about working hard. Lazy men are soon poor. Uh, let's see. I can't go to work, he says. If I go outside, something might, like, there could be a lion and kill me. It I does to read this to my children. <laughs> They're like, all right, boys, Don't the gentle lazy. ways of the beautiful woman. <laughs> I'm not going to tell them what it's called. Be like, God said you're going to be poor Listen, if you're lazy, so get up. <laughs> this one I loved from 1 Corinthians. Uh, it says, therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast and movable always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your toil is not in vain. That's good. Mm-hmm. And so there is nothing in the Bible that tells us to slow down with the exception of the Sabbath. It's so true. So you know what? If the Lord's asked you to do it, you're going to get there and just be, you just choose it. I just have to like literally like, look, we jumped in this podcast. I'm here. I'm not thinking about the rest of the day because today we're choosing this for this hour. Yeah. And in the next Dang moment, no. I'm going to choose I'm going to choose to be present with my child in the next hour. I mean, what you're saying right now is really kicking me in the rear. I know. I I, I can Seriously. hear it. Like, you're responsible for what too. you know, and I'm like yeah. bummed that I know that now. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's like it is a, it's a it's a hard it's like a hard day if I feel like I don't get to sit down for a minute yeah. and just like be by myself. Like that's something that I'm like, con- it's like when Ryan gets home, I'm like, Oh, Hey, it's been a really busy day. Can I just go sit down for a minute? Can I go have like just a few minutes by myself? Like, and he's wonderful mm-hmm. and he obviously wants to like do whatever he can to make me happy. So he's like, sure, go take some time. But I'm realizing like that may be one of those rights. You just have to sit down lean. Mm-hmm. Like you don't actually don't deserve time by yourself Yeah. right now. Like save it for the Sabbath, hustle your butt. Like, 
That was not for everybody. That was specifically for me. Yes, like, yeah. Everybody's personal different. conviction that I'm sharing right yes, now. Yes, yeah. About, yes, like, asking totally. my husband for It's like weekend. the, so, like, last week, you know, like, when you, we were talking about our husband say something so good, and then we're like, mm, I don't like that, but I'm hearing yes, it. That's yes. exactly how I feel right now. I'm like, mm, nope, don't like that, but you're convicting me also, so. <laughs> well, I think, just I think we have over. to do, again, it's just kind of the same idea of what did, asking what did the Lord, Lord put on your yep. plate? Mm-hmm. Yes. And we're going to hustle and, and do what he says. So good. And there have been many seasons where I am, like, literally, we're throwing everybody in the car, yes. packed, like, we packed up some food or we're picking it up on the way, and we're, we're going because we're going to be there, and we're not stopping, and we're not stopping for the house, and we're not, mm-hmm. we're not stopping for whatever because... Mm-hmm. This is something the Lord's asked us to do, it's like good. going to small group or going yeah. yes. to campus or going or being present for some friends that need to yeah. hear about Jesus. Yeah, and so there's, we don't stop hustling. If whenever we stop hustling, we get lazy and that's when the devil has a little bit of time to start speaking some lies. That's true. Oh yeah. That's good. Uh, but that's this really is why good. it's really important to just obey God because then he tells us you have the Sabbath and you can refocus on him and rest and yes. then you have what you need to keep going. Keep I still remember that time that Eli was like, we don't take rest away from our task. Yes. We take rest in Into order to prepare for the task. Yes. And that's like that whole mindset change that mm-hmm. just changes your motivation and your heart behind while you're resting. You're not escaping from yes. something, but you're like re you're filling up again to tackle it yeah. one more time. Okay. I have one more quote from Anne about okay. this. It okay. says, it's only a bad attitude towards work that causes the gears to grind, the tensions to mount. That's why work done in God's will should only bring physical fatigue from which rest will bounce us back, but not emotional or spiritual fatigue. That's good. Mm. Want to get Turn. not burnt out? That. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, it's such good. a good book. Maybe I'm going to have to powerhouse through it. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> okay. Um, so, ooh, I really like this question. How can we love our working friends better? I like this question, too. Great mm-hmm. question. Uh, let me clear... Let me clarify this question. Um, like my friends at work, like my nurse friends, well, or I mean, like, like how can our people, friends that are going to work? Yeah, like people work full time. When we all work full time, yeah. how do you be friends and love yeah, them yeah, yeah, yeah. Like how do you like do you respect that person's busy schedule and like leave them be, or do you like check in with texts? Yeah. Do you take them dinner? Do you like how do you love the work? Like if you're the not, friend that asks this is a stay at home mom. There we go. So okay. she was like, "How do we love our friends in their busyness?" Um. Good question. So, I think we cannot be afraid to interrupt a schedule. Mm. I think that's a lie. Okay. From, I think, not that you're like, hey, stop doing your busy life. Right. But, yeah. but I think that the fear of interrupting people's busy schedule is a lie. Like, I think we, if the Lord, if the Lord's prompting you to reach out and to love people, then that will always bear fruit. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. So I think, you know, when your friends are busy and working, yes, bring them a cup of coffee. Yeah. No one's going to not like that. Yeah. Right. That, that ministers to people, but you know, pray for, really pray for them. If Mm -hmm. you can't be with them in person, then it's amazing what prayer can do. It can bring us, I read a book, I'm reading a book right now called Quiet Talks on Prayer. And he says that I can literally be, uh, transported to London in a matter of minutes and be praying and actively working in the spiritual room for for people in London from my seat in America, right? And so the same with our working friends. If we can't be together physically all the time, then let's be praying for one another consistently and ask your friends, hey, how can I pray for you today? Or what are ways that, yeah, I could, yeah, pray for you and bless you. That's really good. Okay, so our next question for you, Tony, is how do you convince a new family to add small group into their schedule, especially if this family is very busy? Mm-hmm. Like, families who live family life, they already have, like, a pretty mm-hmm. full plate. I don't know anybody who's like, hmm, really ready to add something new to my already full yeah. plate. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Well, I think the first thing I'd have to say is I can't convince anybody to do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, when you try and convince people, I think you always end up with a, res- like, yeah, either like a forced non-committal mm-hmm. situation or it's just not the Lord. So I don't know that convincing, but, um, inviting and showing people how wonderful and life-giving small group is. Mm-hmm. The Lord uses that as like the Holy Spirit to draw them near in oh, that way. Yeah. And so I think, um, talking to your friends, just telling them how, like if I was to know a young family that, doesn't attend small group, but that I want to come to mm-hmm. small group. Mm-hmm. I think I would say something like, 
man, like small, I would tell them about small group yes. and what happened that week Yes. and keep doing it and say, gosh, yeah. a small group this week, the Lord, it was, the Lord really spoke this to me. It was yeah. amazing. Gosh. And we've been carrying it all week with us. Mm-hmm. Really ex- like sharing your testimony mm-hmm. about small group, not, you know, you don't have to be like, and here's my, I want to tell you a testimony from right. this week. Right. Not cheesy, but just making part of your life be sharing what your life is like. Yeah. And people will want that. And because it's. It's the life God gives you. Totally. Mm-hmm. So I think that that is a really practical way to do that. Um, and if there's someone who's curious about small group but feels overwhelmed by it, I would offer be like, hey, is there something I can do? for?" Ex-? And sometimes asking people, here's the trouble I have and I personally struggle with. Asking people like, hey, can I do something for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nine times out of ten people are like, no, I got mm-hmm. it. It's all good. Mm-hmm. So just go ahead and offer the thing. The thing. Yeah. That's right. So yes. for example, like if you've got a young family, like, hey, would it be helpful to you if I just, um, I'll get dinner for everybody together and I'll make sure everybody's mm-hmm. fed. Yeah. Do, you go- do you think that would help so you guys can come? Totally. Or yeah. what if I pick up everybody? Mm-hmm. Or I'll bring the scooters. Yeah. You know, something, yes. something practical. Yeah, that um, that actually helps people accomplish so something they don't feel like they can. It's so true. Yeah, yeah. Even I think this goes into like even just ministering to your friends mm-hmm. and people, your neighbors in general, um, because it's so true. I think part of it is I've had friends who are not from the South point this out. Like it's the polite South thing to do, Southern lady thing to do is not ask for help, and you don't need anything and you don't oh, want anything. I, you know, it's Mandy, actually. Mandy's like, you always say you're good. It's like, you don't have to have your Southern politeness on. Okay? Like, what do you need? Like, yeah. tell me. And Didn't so, realize that was a Southern thing. I think it is. She okay. points it out. It's like, you go over and she's like, do you want to take leftovers home? I'm like, no, that's okay. She's like, you're taking them home. Like, yeah. stop saying yes. no. Your family will eat them. Don't yes. say no to be polite. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just things like when you call somebody, like you were saying, like, hey, I'm going to the store. Do you need milk? Can I bring you eggs? Very specific, yes. Yeah, very Getting, specific Because people don't want to ask specific. Yes. They don't want you to have to go out of their way. But exactly. when you start to give people, like, a real practical, I will do this for you, yeah. it kind of changes the thing. Totally. Also, yeah. Totally. Then it's not them necessarily asking for help. They're just, like, doing you a quick little favor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That they're already doing in the first place. Also, yes. when you say no, when you're like, no, it's fine, we're uh-huh. good, blah, 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 You're, like, robbing people of the chance to be a blessing. And you know they're lying. That's true, too. Yes. <laughs> it's, oh, that's like the worst part. You're like, can I bring you some coffee? No, mm-mm, I'm, like, super energized today. Don't lie. <laughs> also, <laughs> take my blessing. So I'm not true. saying you have to be an abrasive friend, but I am saying, I'm yeah, I'm friend. like, hey, I already grabbed you a cup of coffee. Can I swing this by Yeah, totally. Yeah, like, yes. well, I'm not going to say no now. Exactly. <laughs> and that's so true what you said. We, we actually had this, like, happen when we were, like, when we had lots of families in our small group. Mm-hmm. We would be met a, a lot of the times with, like, what, like, what night can I give? You know, like, mm-hmm. they're like, you want me to come then I'm like they're like I'm also going to church I'm also trying to be in this I'm like mm-hmm. doing this my kids do this like this is my one night with my husband mm-hmm. like we were met with a lot of that like how do you like how do you want me to just show up yeah. you know and I think like the thing is you're right we could never be like well this is like we couldn't convince them but always what we would do is be like well let us take like two of the big things off the list for tonight like mm-hmm. we'll cook dinner mm-hmm. we'll have it ready mm-hmm. and then before you leave if you want to bring your jammies like we'll make sure like all the kids are in pajamas before they yeah. go like, oh, we'll make it fantastic. a big thing yes yeah. yeah and so honestly that's how we make small group work yeah anyways is like well i'm bringing the jammies and i i know dinner will be there yes, yes. So. and that's that is like the most practical things you can do for we're doing that anyway yeah so exactly, <laughs> exactly. yes might as well just do it for everybody yeah and then sometimes we'd be like, well, we're not going to come because my husband's working. And so we'd be like, okay, how can we fill in your husband's role? Yeah. Like, what can we do to be your husband for today? Do you need to do a bath today? here before you go? Like. Yeah. We had our friends in our small group. She was the best about that. At the very end of small group, last 30 minutes, the kids would be getting crazy. And she'd be like, uh, do you want me to do like a, like a bath run? And we'd be like, what? At first we were like, we'll bathe our kids. <laughs> and then, but she would. She's like such a servant. Dump them all in that tub. That's and right. Yeah. That's she awesome. would start like two siblings at a time. Yes. And then just be like, all right, go get your jammies on. And that's how we wrapped up small that's group. Awesome. Like, that's like, she and was that amazing. just allows, I think that type of living life together, like that type of like, oh, I see you in your normal. I mm-hmm. see you in like this mm-hmm. part of like the night. It's like, it does something in people's heart if they're not mm-hmm. used to like real community. Yep. It's like, oh, oh. And that's how God wanted us to live with yes. each other. Yeah. Man, if we could so just put a big old commune for our small <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's awesome. Okay. Um, do you, ooh, do you schedule fun time and you time? And do you ever feel selfish for doing these things? Um, another way that was worded was like, 
do you ever feel guilty when you have to like when you like schedule time in just to take care of yourself? Mm-hmm. No. No. <laughs> you know why? Because God wants me to take say, care of myself. Did you ask the Lord before you did it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm mean, breaking. I imagine someone asking this question isn't like trying to have some kind of self-justification for all the time they're taking for themselves. I assume right. this is someone who actually struggles to take time mm-hmm. for themselves, mm-hmm. which is I think most yeah, I think women in general yeah. have a hard time doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, I don't think we. I think that that is shame off you. Mm-hmm. Shame, shame off you. Off you you go right. get that pedicure. That's right. Um, Ethan, did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> my hus- again, my husband is so awesome about this. Mm-hmm. I like want guilt. I'm like, you know, can I do? <laughs> I, I'm like, can I maybe do this? Can I just possibly take a twenty minute nap? As if this. He's like. Go take the nap. Yeah, go. Like, we're so fine. Funny. And he's like, "Why should your toes look like machetes? Go, <laughs> go get the pedicure." He's like, I'm gonna be just as grateful as you. you yes, seriously. <laughs> and that's the truth. Is he's like, when you take care of when you take care of yourself, because because it's important. Like my husband is like, mm, look at my beautiful I know. wife. Yeah, she yeah. takes good. She takes good care of herself. Mm-hmm. Um, so do I schedule fun time and you time? No, should I? Maybe. I don't I don't know. <laughs> I think anytime I schedule stuff like that, it's the first thing to go and it yeah. will go every time. Yeah. yeah. So I think I just have to seize the moment. Um It's good. And if it's been a while since I've Okay, Anne, again, just read Anne. Miss Anne over here. <laughs> She's picked this book up like Let six me times. Tell yes. you. I'm not gonna read a quote this time, but girlfriend talks about, look, do you know how long it takes to paint your toes? Ten minutes. Mm. She's like, You take that ten minutes and you go paint your toes. Because a couple of things. I'm going to take that hour let someone else paint them. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, me too. But, <laughs> but I think you get the point. Totally. That yes. if there's, um, you know, I think that our, our bodies are a temple and sometimes you have to, like, you tend to the temple, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so it's good. And that's physically, spiritually, mm-hmm. mentally. Yes. It's not, you don't have, like taking care of this temple the Lord's given you is mm-hmm. of utmost importance mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, and you shouldn't feel any, you should feel joy in getting to do that. Yeah. There are some things I like, I joyfully take care of and that has to be one of them is taking care of myself because when my, when I am full and happy and, um, rejuvenated mm-hmm. in those ways, then my family is full and happy yeah, and rejuvenated. So Preach. And do you know how happy I am to have like painted, even if they're chipped, painted nails uh, when I'm going about my day. Like, those Mm -hmm. little things do bring me joy and make me feel like, man, I... I'm glad I could put together. Like, I'm doing... Yeah, (laughs) I am doing this as a put-together woman. That's awesome. Um, So, no, I don't schedule it, but I just have to seize the moment. And sometimes my husband has to help me seize the moment. Mm -hmm. He's like, hey, you are going to stop. Many nights, he's like, you're going to stop and... Here, read a book and here's a cup of tea. Aw, fresh. Good man. That's awesome. Um... He really likes making bubble baths. Uh, <laughs> That's really awesome. <laughs> I feel like 100% Ethan would be like, uh, you need a moment? <laughs> okay. And then he would be like, there would be no bubble bath. He would just be like, uh, I think there's like some salt or something. I don't usually ask. Jomark just loves the bubble. He's like, she looks like she needs something. I'm going to go make a bubble so bath. Precious. It's so precious. It's really sweet. Usually unbeknownst to me. And then he walks in and is like, stop doing the dishes. Your bath is ready. I Sorry. Like I made Ethan sound horrid. <laughs> just said I'm like no. Let me tell He's you, so I have witnessed Ethan take on all like her children yes. and let Sierra go do like this. For example, is something yes. that comes out of Sierra's heart that Ethan makes. Yes. Able. And also, he's our best responder on all our engagement He's such things. a supporter. Yeah. Seriously. He really is great. I just wanted to, put, when he's listening yes. back to us, he's going to be like, wow, well, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> he's so good to me. Um, okay. Do you have any more thoughts on yeah, that? I'm just reading the question to make sure I answer the question. I think you did. I think the best yeah. thing you said is cool. shame off you. Shame off you. That's right. That's okay. Good. All right. So, is there a way to do it all and do it well, you think? All of these things that we're talking about. Yeah, I do. Most of th- most of these things are things that I think the Lord's put in our life. He created. It was his idea. And I certainly think we can do it all and do it well. Because mm-hmm. I don't expect anything less of the Lord. Man, I just mm-hmm. I keep going back to what you said. It's like asking the Lord about all the small things. Yeah. What do you want on my plate? Mm-hmm. And then if it's like, you know it's ordained from him, then of course he's pleased. He sees you doing it all. Mm-hmm. And you're doing it all that he wants to mm-hmm. be done. You're not just saying yes to people for the sake of saying yes. You're not right. just yeah. saying yes to, like, 
makes something that's what gets you insecure in yourself mm-hmm. like feel whole for a second mm-hmm. like you really are like living with a kingdom mindset it's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. a really good I know. Like, sorry okay. right when you said that I was just thinking like I think the the gauge for doing it well can sometimes seem like mm. are you like are you doing it with a good heart mm-hmm. and like I don't know. So when you were saying that, if you're, if you know that these are your tasks from the Lord, this is what he's put on the plate. And like, you know that he's pleased with you. Mm-hmm. Then when you're, f- when you finish the plate, like then you really can't have a complaint in your heart because you've like, what you did today wasn't tackling your house or like all these things that can feel like kind of negative. But what it, instead what you did was like walk with the Lord and serve the Lord in this way. Yes. So like when you do something well, you don't have to like, you can feel like right in that and mm-hmm. your gauge for doing it well can be like, the Lord is pleased. I, I, I've like, and today I woke up and I did what the Lord asked of me mm-hmm. and that's enough. Yeah. You know, like that's, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Don't complain. Edith, Edith Schaefer, she's my old dead gal mm-hmm. friend. Um, my bestie. Are you good? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was going to sneeze. I just buried <laughs> so my face sorry. in the, the hanging clothes. I was like, do they smell good? <laughs> I thought I was going to sneeze. What kind of detergent you use? Um, <laughs> Well, good old Edith. I love her. If you, Common Sense Christian Living, another... Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So, Common Sense Christian Living, fantastic book. Um, she says... She talks... She is answering this almost exact kind of questions to a girl that was at their ministry at Libri. And she said, well... Like, her husband was upstairs, like, meeting with someone, and they were having a big, deep discussion. Mm-hmm. And she said he asked for a snack. And so, some of us... Okay, you have two scenarios. You can either, like... <clears throat> Okay, whew, everybody's here. I'm going to just throw a few snacks in my hands. Yeah. I'm going <clears> to <throat> run up the stairs. Sorry. Run up the stairs, throw the snacks on the coffee table, be like, you guys good? All right, I'm headed out. Yeah. And then continue on your way. Or she can remember that this, as Edith says, this is the only way that I can serve the Lord a snack is by serving it to the oh, people in my home, mm-hmm. to my husband. Mm-hmm. This is how we can serve the Lord a snack. And mm-hmm. this is, um, and that could be to anybody. It doesn't just have to be your husband. But yeah. right. All of a sudden, it put life into what she was doing. Yeah. She was like, no, now I want to put it on a tray. Right. And I want to just throw, she says she puts, you know, throws a flower on there. Yeah. She probably had fresh flowers, like, right yeah, outside. Right. Totally. But, you know, what I mean, like, or put, turn a candle on. Like, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, she wants to put a spark of life into what she's doing. And yeah. it takes something that yeah. could be... Hurried. Yes. Which, I'm sure she still did it pretty quickly. Right. But, right. But nonetheless, it was done with care and with enjoyment yeah and with glory to god That's so awesome. yeah. i think if we can think about our tasks at hand like lord you asked me to do all this stuff that that's kind of a hard attitude to have i think that you the better out atti- the attitude that makes your day joyful doing it all is saying lord you asked me to do this yeah how can i bring mm-hmm. life to it yes because it praises you that's awesome yeah. that's good tony that's really good um so we are we need to wrap up we're in our final cool. couple of minutes, so do you have any final charge in, like, 30 seconds to give to our women? Ask the Lord today. That's right. What did he, what did he put on, what did he put on your plate? Not what yeah. did you put on your plate. That's so good. That's, that is that really That was a good. great challenge. Um, thanks for being in the closet with us today. We love you. Of course. That's so, just super fun. we got fun. a sweet little glimpse of Cadence. Um, we love all you guys listening to Harvest. If you mm-hmm. haven't subscribed to our channel, please subscribe. Do it. We would love for you to do that. Um, follow us on Insta for all the updates for our episode drops and everything that's coming. Mm-hmm. Also, we have, like, Sierra's awesome. She's the social media queen that does all the fun yeah. questions and polls. So you don't want to miss out on that. And we don't want to miss out on what you're saying. Um, so thanks again for joining us. And we yeah. are out. We'll see you all next week.